now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 536th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Linian. Hello. And we've got Mark. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle's the place where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. And we're here for this. Uh, this is a late night recording for me, like a very late night recording for me. So we're going to get this is like the, almost me being drunk on air. <laughs> this is the closest we'll probably ever get to me being drunk on air. Just being tired. I mean, you a little punchy is uh, it sounds great. Yeah. That that is true. Uh, there's it gets too far sometimes. I think though, but I'm back this week now that I have internet again. Yay! Or my dog ate it. <laughs> Quite literally, like it's like it's like the worst thing ever. It's very cartoonish. It really is. It really is because like so. I recently upgraded. By recently, I guess within like the past six months, I upgraded to fiber optic internet. Right. Because it, it came to my neighborhood and it was a company that wasn't Spectrum or AT&T. And I was like, yes, I will fund a third party Internet provider. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm like I'm like all in, you know, gig up, gig down, having a good time. If we could stream 4K on every single television in the house at the same time. Yep. While while streaming mm-hmm. to Twitch in 4K, 60 FPS <laughs> for no reason. And we could absolutely do all those things. But the the weak point, apparently, is that there is a fiber optic cable that comes in and then goes into uh, the box that converts it into Ethernet. I, I'll call it a modem. <laughs> it, it's close to that. O-N-T. That is what it is. Um, yeah, it's like the special for, word for it. But yeah, yes, it's a modem. It's a modem. Uh, <laughs> it, it converts the light into electricity. So my dog literally like in the middle of recording last week, which was probably the worst part because I like, I don't mind asking you guys to like sub in for me like ahead of time. Mm -hmm. One, because then I can like do things with my Saturday, Mm -hmm. but also to like not waste your time, you know, in the middle of recording. (laughs) (laughs) And so my dog halfway through recording literally ate through the internet. And I had to wait because it's a cable that nobody carries uh-huh. whatsoever. And because it was a Saturday, I wasn't going to be able to like go somewhere specialty that would actually make it. Mm-hmm. I had to just order it on Amazon and wait like two days to get my <laughs> internet back. It was it was an experience. It is the second time I don't have internet because of this dog uh, <laughs> in the past year. Well, you know. Somebody subbed in for me that last time, too. Uh, at least I had a day's heads up because what ended up happening was we had a fence installed for the dog. And oh, right. I remember this. Yeah. When they put the fence in, they like literally cut through the line. Oh, right. They cut through the line to the, the cable line to my house. So I lost internet that way, too. So oh for two right now on dog versus Internet. I mean, to be fair, the first one wasn't the dog directly. 
I mean, kind of. I wouldn't have gotten the fence if it weren't for the dog. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. All right, so there's a legal difference between proximate cause. Yes, and <laughs> that's true, that's true, yeah. The root of the problem was the dog uh, in that instance. She still lives in the house, so it, it works out. The dog can still can still live here. There are no problems. We yes. do have internet. I also bought, well, I bought extra cables. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, those... <laughs> I bought, Those I bought cables extra cables are hard. Yeah, just because they're so hard to get. I couldn't believe it. Like, I live next to two micro centers. Like, there's two micro centers that are within an hour of me. And mm-hmm. there's only like 27 micro centers in the United States. Okay, quick question. Yeah. What's a micro center? <laughs> this is why, because there's only 27 of them in the United States. And it's literally a. Imagine like Radio Shack, but like on steroids. All right. What's a Radio Shack? <laughs> ah, uh, i'm just messing with you but also <laughs> there's people listening to the show are probably too young to remember a radio shack but that's so sad you can buy you can buy like your little you can buy all of your little components for electronics I, oh no i know i used to go there all the time to buy graphite for my pine wood derby cars Ooh, absolutely yeah. you could do that and you could do that at micro center but at micro center you can also buy electronics that people care about like uh, like <laughs> graphics cards and computer parts. Oh, that's nice. Their big thing right now is that they you can like go in there and you can get like all the parts to build a PC. That's the big thing. The graphics card shortage has really like hampered that for them. At least now mm. you can actually go in and buy a graphics card. It's not a new one, but it's a graphics card. So you, you could walk into a micro center right now and walk out with all the parts to build a PC without too much of a problem. Mm. Well, that's convenient. It's very convenient. I used to live like literally down the street from one when I lived in Columbus. Uh-huh. And it was really nice. Uh so I, I like went to Micro Center. I'm like, Micro Center will have this cable. Micro Center is like the perfect place. They had literally every other fiber optic cable under the sun, except for the one I needed. And I was <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man, I would drive to Micro Center if they actually had that cable. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, as you know, I used to work in fiber optic stuff. Yes. So I feel I feel your pain. Yeah, it was it was awful. So uh, just as a quick thing with that, like apparently we're talking about animals liking to eat fiber, uh, apparently squirrels really like to eat fiber yes. for some reason. Don't know yes, why. And they will steal it for, they will rip it open and then birds will steal it for their nest. <laughs> it's a very weird thing, but apparently that's a source of a lot of outages. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. So. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hopefully your cables are buried. Uh, I did get to play Power Rangers Heroes the Grid that day though, so that made my day better. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> with real people so that was kind of oh. fun yeah yeah i bought the game it was a birthday gift from me to me and i went ahead and i i showed it to a couple of my friends and they had a really good time with it we actually we're actually going to play it again this weekend and we bought way more like of the there's a lot of expansions for it oh no uh, yeah oh. it's a it's a dark hole guys okay <laughs> it's it's the smash up hole but co-op yeah. Yeah, it's it's a dark hole to go down because it's one of those things it, it, because I will say you probably don't need to be bought into like the source material to like the game. Lenny, you've played it before. Yeah, I mean, I played it with you that one time. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it and I I can recite one Power Rangers song, but that's mostly because it's yes. glued to my brain. Yeah. I was four at the time. So <laughs> I, I think you definitely need to like I mean, it definitely helps to be sold into the to the source material. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I got to play with a bunch of people who were already sold into the source material. <laughs> mm. So we... How many people were in full cosplay? 
None of us were in full cosplay. Well, that's but... lame. You should you should get new friends. I... <laughs> Did we discuss doing it for the next time? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one one guy actually, because I work with all of them actually, which makes this worse because we've been talking about it nonstop at work, and so everybody's like really weirded out by us at this point. <laughs> that's funny. Because the introduction to Power Rangers is like, oh, find us five teenagers with attitudes. Uh, th- this one's more like, find five guys in their late twenties to mid thirties with with like pocket change and <laughs> they can go they can go save the world from rita repulsa <laughs> it's a different yeah. show i don't know if i like it more or less but it's a different show one guy literally came up to me and told me we should all buy morphers so that we could <laughs> we could act out morphing when we play the really? game seriously yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean i kind of like that idea I found something I didn't know I had there, Thatch, and it was a little bit of respect for you, and I felt it leave. Yeah, it's uh, gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely gone. This Pokemon podcast is going places, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys do anything Pokemon-related? I talked a lot about my oh. week, but I, I had two weeks to make up for, okay? I recorded a whole intro last week, and nobody got to hear it. <laughs> I have been doing all of the Pokemon things lately, as you guys have known, like... I spent way too much money on, well, not too much, but I spent a, a fair amount of money on a second D, 3DS and a, uh, a copy of Black because I've been on a mission. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I discovered that I was like, I was like, wait a minute, the oldest Pokemon I have on on cart are from my copy of Soul Silver, right? So I was like, yeah. okay, ah. I need to to rescue them and like bring them up through all the gens since then and get all as many ribbons as I can. So that ah, put- ribbon run. Did yeah. you know that there was a there is actually like a Japanese advertisement for that? By the way, really? That like right before Dexit, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! So like right before they launched Dexit, there was a Japanese like advertisement where like they have this squad of people in this van. That like drive up to some guy's house and they, they just like run into his house. They like pick up his couch and they find his like Pokemon Sapphire cartridge. Oh, and they like they like plug it in and you watch the they you watch like his starter from Pokemon Sapphire like make it all the way through each game, like in oh. their little van, and it goes all the way up to Gen Seven. Oh, and then, yeah. and then it stops. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> I mean because Sword and Shield weren't out at the time, but yes, it was it was a cute little advertisement. Oh. Yeah, that's that's I finally beat uh Black yesterday. That's what it feels like. That's your journey. Yeah. So I mean like I've been invested in that and just I have so much more to do. Um that was actually the first time I played a Gen 5 game too. That was the last gen I haven't played. Yeah. I think it's a refreshing game to play, like go back and play. I would agree if it wasn't for all of the quality of life I miss so badly. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't think it's too terrible, minus the leveling. Yeah, even the leveling, like it's not, it's not in the level of uh, of like soul silver, Heart gold, soul yes. silver. Yeah, That's very that true. is just atrocious. Yes, that one just hurts. It does. It really does. Oh, and the other thing I guess of note was oh, two more things actually. Sorry, I'm taking a bunch of time, but yeah, people are really mad. I know. Well, my mom discovered, she was like, hey, I found a bunch of Pokemon cards in your closet. Oh, no. <laughs> so I got that delivered and I was looking through those. So that was like a childhood thing, you know, going through these old Pokemon cards. Uh, the other thing was my daughter turned one today. Ooh. 
Ooh, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to her. This is her episode. Yeah, it really is. Uh, she got to choose her starter, and uh, she decided to choose Charmander. So that was pretty fun. So uh, you're, you're getting another child then? Yeah. Uh, yes. You got to disown that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get rid of it. It's done. Also, why'd you, why'd, you give her, why'd you give her that option? You got to give her an option of like a different gen at this point, okay? A Cyndaquil, a Rowlet, uh, and a... No. <laughs> no. And an Oshawa. <laughs> no. It was it was available. It wasn't that expensive online to get. So no, no, they're not was, that expensive. I'm just no. I I am also a very biased person. I think if I were to do that to my kid, I would definitely be like, "Here's like here's like Gen two or Gen six. Yeah, Choose something from this. I think I probably would have like liked to do another Gen more. Like I would probably would have done Gen four ideally, but it's kind of iconic, you know. So it's it's a yeah, little yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was it's a nice little photo opportunity. Every year she can choose. Yeah, that's true. she's like sixteen. It'd be really awkward when you hit like Gen nine if she's not into it. Yeah, Gen yeah, nine, I, totally not into Pokemon. You're just like, I bought you these, and she's just like, she's Dad, like, oh, okay, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're over this, Dad. It's done. Anyways, that, that's what I've been doing. Uh, on my end, I finally finished my first box of shinies uh, from uh, Legends Arceus. Awesome. Some of them I I really like and I'm kind of proud of. I've got like Ursa Luna in there. I got a couple of shiny Eevees. Got to figure out what Ooh. to do with them. Cool. Uh, Sneasler, of course. Uh, Hisui and Decidueye. And then there's like the bycatch that was just kind of around, like a Mothum. Yeah, that's there. I guess that happens. Yeah, why not? Uh, I found a Holy Grail shiny, a female Combi. Oh. It wasn't even an outbreak. I was just flying by. I see a sparkle in the woods. And I'm like, oh, that's a combi. I'm not even going to go get it. Nah, I probably will. Male combi's kind of a meme. And then I saw the little red triangle and my jaw hit the floor. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Very jealous, by the way. <laughs> that's always good. <laughs> well, next time we get lunch, I'll go give you one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think this is a good place to wrap up. Let's get it on over to the news. Well, let's cue yeah. that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, there's like nothing to talk about, turns out. Yay. 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 Uh, I think Mark's going to open it up because there's no news for Sword Shield, BDSP, or Legends Arceus this week. <laughs> you can talk about Pokemon Unite if you want. Yeah, and Unite, Duraludon is being released on March 15th, so... This Wednesday. Guess, look, yeah. It's gonna be exciting. It's it's yeah. Duraldon. I don't know. I I like how Unite is getting constant updates. It's just really hard to keep up with because I can't play all the time. <laughs> no. There's a few people in Puckle who do. So good for them. No, they do, and I I don't I don't shame them for that at all. I think it's fine. I just can't do it. That's my problem. Yeah. That's not that's a me problem, not a Pokemon Unite problem. Yeah, I haven't played since Greedent. I haven't played since relaunch. I wasn't even mad. I was just kind of done. I think Unite's fun. I think the gameplay is yeah. fun, and if you, it's a good time when you go out and play. And I, I'm all for people going out and doing that. All right, then. Well, let's go talk about some TCG. Tell me more, Linian. 
they did actually do a thing. They announced that uh, the new set, Astral Radiance, uh, will be releasing May 27th. It'll feature Hisuian Pokemon and include more trainer gallery cards, uh, which have done wonders bringing down prices of meta-relevant cards. I don't know how, because uh, oh. uh, trainer galleries are just rare. Uh, are, bleh, they're just uh, versions of cards that yeah, have yeah, like, yeah. full art, and they're really cool. Yeah, because <clears throat> nobody wants the regular versions then. <laughs> And you can just buy the regular oh, versions. Is that, is that actually the reason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's that's the reason. So there's the regular versions are cheap. <laughs> it's it's I mean, I would say like we talk about or we have talked about like the scalping and how it's a huge issue in the TCG, but it's actually not that expensive to like build a deck piecemeal buying cards online. Um, because like the scalpers go, they buy the cards and they crack the packs and then they only take like the super good stuff or like the super like expensive stuff like charizard and charizard's typically not always that good oh, uh, mm-hmm. and so so like the good cards the scalpers don't know what they're worth <laughs> well that's funny. And they just get they just get thrown up online yeah amazing yeah uh in addition to that july 1st we'll see the release of the pokemon go set yeah and there will be etbs boxes tins and even v decks uh, really, it looks like a cool way to get a pin for your Go team. I think these are legal cards. I just they don't are. think any of them are good. I don't think we know enough about them. They've kept some of them hidden intentionally. Mm. Like, we don't have a list. It, it is going to be interesting. I mean, the thing that will happen is you'll probably get a professor's research with Professor Willow. Who knows yeah. what else there will be? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out when more comes. <laughs> when it's closer to July 1st, we will know more. Yay. Yeah, no, the set that nobody asked for. <laughs> I I feel like it's just like I feel like this is like three or four years too late. Uh, yeah, at least. I wonder if this is how we can estimate whether or not like how far back they're designed ahead. Oh no! Could you imagine? Oh man! Yeah, like if they've designed their cards four years out, this is the fastest they could turn it around. Uh, I feel like that seems extreme. That seems extreme. Yeah, I don't think it's... I think four years is a little long. That does seem extreme. Like, that's shorter than what the theoretical turnaround time is for a game. (laughs) I imagine they probably thought, like... Because three years ago now would have been 2019, and they probably were still, like, riding that Pokemon Go train in 2019, looking at the fact that Pokemon Let's Go just came out. Yeah, yeah. And so I I could see something like that being the case, but I I don't know. It's, It's very... I don't know. It feels like... It feels like... A relic, almost, but it hasn't even come out yet. Yep. I, I'm also not the typical Pokemon fan. I'm, like, hardcore, right? So, It, it is the hello fellow kids of uh, the Pokemon yes. world right now. Yes. that's it feels, <laughs> it feels very out of place in time. Yeah, I agree. That's what it feels. Because, yeah, I, I don't care about teams in Pokemon Go anymore. <laughs> well, speaking of Pokemon Go... And how I don't care about it, apparently. Uh, the Festival of <laughs> Colors starts on March 15th, and it's going to introduce Oricorio into the game. But they're just like, you know how we had this really cool form change mechanic in the game? Yeah, we're not going to do any of that. Um, and they made every single form of Oricorio regional. With the Americas getting the pom-pom form, Europe as well as Africa and the Middle East getting the ba- bale form. Bailey. Asia Pacific is getting Sensu, while Africa... Uh, Africa, Asian, Pacific, Caribbean, get the Pau. Yeah. Pau. But okay. Uh, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. I don't care. Uh, and. <laughs> Hooray. Yes. <laughs> yes. 1000%. Uh, the only <laughs> final piece of news I have for you is that, uh, I believe Piddle signups are starting this week, according to Claude. 
So be on the lookout for that. Um, or, oh, wait, never mind. He left me notes and I didn't look at it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no. Apparently, I'm, I'm told Piddle, Piddle signups are now live. Piddle is our, <laughs> is our Puckle Draft League, similar to fantasy football. You draft Pokemon and battle against the other coaches week to week. It's a fun, different way to Pokemon battle. Claude9 will be hosting a Piddle stream on Sunday, March 20th to go over the process of Piddle. If you have any questions, please reach out to Claude9. Not Claude10, just Claude9. Uh, thank you and hope to see you on the field. There you go. Yeah, that is happening. Go sign up if you want to sign up. I, I believe there's like limited slots. And so it's like, hey, throw me in the pool. And then the people look over the applications. Mm-hmm. So definitely consider that when you try to sign up, because it's one of those things that you can only have X number of people in. And uh, it's unfortunately one of the only exclusionary things <laughs> that we do. Pseudo exclusionary. Yep. Um, cause I think most people get it anyway, but on that note, that is the news. Uh, and we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right on ahead, and we are going to go and ask you a question from Polywo. What is the only generation where the starter Pokemon are holding an item when received? Hmm. Holding an item? Yes. Oh. Gen 5 comes to mind for some reason. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember them starting with anything in Gym 5. Uh, I, I'm just trying to think of, like, what... It wouldn't be Gen 2, right? Like, when you could first get them? No. And it would have to be, like... So, it's like a charcoal, right? Like, it has to be those three items specifically. I feel like... Uh, I don't know. It could be like a berry or something. I maybe. I mean, I could feel. I could see them being like a berry as over charcoal for well, a starter. I was like, well, charcoal, miracle seed, mystical water, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I I get it. It's just. Uh, hmm. Do I feel best about Gen Five? The other option being they gave it a little berry so that you could win the two back to back fights. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 Um, it's why the starters in that generation have such a reduced EXP yield. Oh gosh, I really don't remember them because I just fi- I just finished copy of Black. Uh, I well, it don't... could be Black too. Mm, yeah, that, that's true. Um, I've not played that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Gen five. Gen five is incorrect. The answer oh, no. is actually Gen 2. Uh, where, oh, it is. Where oh, okay. the starters are all holding a berry at the beginning because that's oh, how well, they, because back in the day, games used to teach you by actually playing the game how to play the game instead of having long drawn out tutorials. So I mean, they, to be fair, I can't think of a time in Pokemon where I've had an item giving tutorial. Uh, 
That's probably true. There's yeah, plenty of NPCs true. that tell you about it, but that's, yeah. that's true. But what they used to do in video games is just like do a mechanic so you could learn about the benefits of said mechanic. Man, I but don't yes. remember that, but that's great. So over one guys, uh, Yay. we got, we're going to have one more question. It's going to come to you from, oh man, you know what? It's going to come to you from tin, tiny Mo. What is tiny the, Mo. What is the only Pokemon Evolution line to have Rain Dish not as a hidden ability? Wait, so it's Ludicolo, right? What's the only Pokemon that has Rain Dish and it's not their hidden ability? I think it's oh. the thing that has a dish on their head that gathers the rain. Uh, is that... I, I don't remember what Ludicolo's... Uh... That's the Pineapple Duck. No, no, yeah, but I, I don't remember what its abilities are. Swift Swim, Rain Dish, and like... I don't even know what its other ability is, because I know it's, like, yeah, know. the rain Pokemon. Right, I remember Swift Swim. Um, yeah, rain, sure, why not? Are you going with Ludicolo, then? Yes. Yep. Ludicolo is correct. All right. That is yeah. two for two. I'm scrolling real quick for a Pokedex entry for you guys. That isn't absurd. I don't know. We got one about a Pokemon getting obsessed with glass beads last week. Yes, I remember that one because I asked it when my internet went out. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I do remember that. All right. This one is going to be from uh, Trevster. And Mm. the Shining Pearl Pokedex entry states, It likes to keep itself clean and never fails to groom its ears. It runs with sprightly jumps. Who's that Pokemon? It likes to keep itself clean. What about its ears? It never fails to groom its ears, and it runs with sprightly jumps. If it wasn't that game, I would say that was Mancino. Yeah, I would say that too, because um, it's very cleanly. Um, yeah, but it's it likes to sw- it likes to sweep with its tail. I think. Well, it's mm. not in the game. It's well, it's not even in the game. It doesn't. Right. Um, Oh, gosh. Cleanse, cleanly Pokemon. Um, All oh I can God. think of are normal types now, uh, like Glammeow yeah. or Delcaddy. But I think that uh, Glammeow's whole thing is like, oh, it's actually kind of rude. Well, okay, so it's ears, right? So um, could it be... Wigglytuff? No. Right? No, not Wigglytuff. It's got those ears, though. It does, but is Wigglytuff really? A, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be if I would consider it like a clean, like this is like its whole thing. Um, I mean, I would not have considered Gabite's whole thing being obsessed with small glass beads, but here we are. <laughs> um, I I really don't know, man. Well, I think okay, so like the ears thing, maybe like Baneri. If you want to guess with. I go, yeah, and it hops. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got big ears and it hops and it cleans itself. I'm thinking Baneri. Sure. Let's yeah, let's Baneri. Baneri is good enough. The answer is low, honey. <laughs> okay. Uh, so okay. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Um, sure. And it's, the second entry was going to be from Legends Arceus. Uh, Trevster had written down the this this Pokemon is still invested, is still ongoing. But the actual Legends Arceus one is, its fur is warm and yet remarkably light. This Pokemon kicks as though it was a master of karate, driving back its opponents with ease. 
But yeah, you guys mm. are, it looks like three for two here or three for three. Now, now uh, your next question yeah. is your multi-answer question. You can get up to three points here. Uh, Pencil I just and paper have, ready. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> yes. You can get up to three points here and we are going to go ahead and we are going to ask you the question. There are one, two, three, four. There are eight answers here. So I will give you a point for every two of them you get. You, if you get all eight, you get to say you got all eight. And this is okay. from Gus. What are the six moves that will raise two stages of one of the stats of the user and nothing else in Generation 8? Like Swords Dance? Yes, that would be one correct answer. You guys get three strikes and then you're out. Swords well, Dance, Iron you have, Defense, you have to lock Nasty it in. Plot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's three. Okay. That's three. That, that's four. I don't know which one you missed that which I one? said. Swords Dance, Iron Defense, Nasty Plot. What was the other one? I heard Swords Amnesia. Dance. Amnesia. Amnesia. That's four then? What was the one that I missed? That's what I'm asking. I don't remember. No, that's it. F- huh? <laughs> that's all I heard. Um, agility. That's all I heard. There's another agility. one. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Agility. That's, that's five. That's five. Would you count Minimize? I don't even think that's in the game, though. Engine 8? Right? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it made the transition. Mm, I don't think it did either. Um, two stages. Um, <clears throat> Acu dragon- Pressure? You have to lock it in. I will lock in acupressure. That's wrong. Ooh. It must okay. not have made the transition, because I know that's all it did. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I'm blanking One strike. Okay. You guys only need one more. I think you have five. <laughs> so. We do have five, but there's not an HP one, so we've hit all of the stats. Uh, oh, is God, that, did acid armor make the transition? Oh, God. Uh, maybe? I honestly don't remember. God, I always forget about the acid armor. Um, do do you want to guess it? Like, sure, yeah. You acid get- armor, <laughs> yeah. Acid armor is correct. All right, um, okay. That is well, we don't get any six. other points. Tell us the other two. Yeah, the other two. <laughs> uh, the two that you missed were automize and rock polish. Oh, rock polish. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, automize also cuts your weight, and you said all it does is raise the stats. So well, I, I think that know. one's discounted. Fine, that's you, rock polish. You forgot rock polish. Yeah, that's yeah. the answer. <laughs> uh, acupressure is technically correct, uh, kind of, but like it's uh, yeah, the stats it does, just random. Yeah, it's a random stat. So that's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this person Gus was correct, but you guys got all three points, so you're six for four. Our last question is gonna be our base stat question, as always, and. I'm looking for one. They used to you, they used to really like giving those, and then they stopped. So because they're gonna, insane. Yes. <laughs> then they, a non-legendary then cat-shaped Pokemon has the highest special defense. Here Oof. we go. Uh, this is going to be like a reverse question. Um, okay. okay. I don't even need a Pokemon here. What, what two types have non-legendary Pokemon that top their base stat total chart alone? I only need one, honestly. So you need types. They need top. types that have non-legend. What types have a non-legendary that has the highest base stat total for that type? Does well, that include mythicals? Sure. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, megas, uh, not mythicals. Oh, it includes megas. Yes, absolutely includes megas. Okay. <clears throat> oh shit. There um, are two types that do this. Steel is one of them. I'm pretty sure. Because Mega Metagross has oh. a uh, base stat total of uh, 700. 
Oh, wait, nope. Zasha and Zamazenta's sword forms. Those are 720s. Um, what is Wishy Washy's base stat total? Uh, in its school form. Special form. Oh, God. Um, it's, it's not above. Oh, wait, no. Primal Kyogre is like 700, whatever. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, with normal? What about normal type? Wait, no, no, no. Because Arceus, right? Yeah, so Arceus yeah. has 720, which is above slackings, which is like 650, 640 Yeah, that was, that's the one I was thinking of was slacking, but yeah, okay. Um, it's not fairy, it's not steel, it's not dark. Wait. Is it dark? Might be dark. I, wait, okay, so yeah, what's... I only need one type. type. I only need one of the two. Mega Tyranitar. Yeah, there we go. Because that's... that's I, I, I can't think of any dark types, because uh, uh, Yuvaltal, rather, caps out at like uh, 680. I, the only thing that could throw it off is Hoopa Unbound, but I don't have a better answer. <laughs> let's get going. Yeah, let's let's go with Dark. Dark is correct, and Mega Tyranitar is that Pokemon with a base nice. stat total of 700. I believe Hoopa Unbound's like 680, probably. Mm. Um, uh, the other answer... Ninja, or the, Evaltzol. The other answer is Grass, uh, oh. where Mega Sceptile reigns supreme with a base stat total of 630. That's sad. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you guys got seven points there today. Woo-hoo. So I hope that makes you happy. It does. In my in my shambled together trivia. In first place, we've got Lydian with 15 points. In second Dang place, yay. we've got Mark with seven. Nobody <laughs> else is on the board. I love doing I love doing the readoff one inside at the beginning. It's very it's easy. Short. It's very yeah. easy. I've got a 15 point lead. No one will ever catch me. Well, only eight points to Mark. Uh, and yeah. so Watch out. <laughs> and so if you ever want to be, uh, listen to more of this, we'll be back next week. But until then, we are going to head on over to the topic. Hello, everyone. My name is Claude9, and I'm here to tell you that signups for the PDL are now live. The PDL is our Puckle Draft League. Similar to fantasy football, you draft Pokemon and battle against other coaches week to week. It is a fun, different way to battle Pokemon. I'll be hosting a PDL stream on Sunday, March 20th to go over the process of PDL. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Thank you and hope to see you on the field. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be leakers and leak culture. What do we feel? How do we feel about that? What's what's going on there? Because we've got a new game coming out and uh, I hate to say it, but I've already seen people posting leaks in heavy finger quotes. Which is very annoying. <laughs> so very annoying. But <laughs> yeah. I think it's somewhat relevant. This was actually something that was brought up uh, as a Patreon topic that didn't win um, in a di- slightly different form. So I- I've been kind of chomping at the bit to talk about it only because I really got into the drama that happened during the lead up to PLA. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I really like that. I We do want to make the distinguish uh, the distinction. Uh, it is 1114 now. We want to make the distinction between a leaker is somebody who is revealing information prior to the game coming out, prior to the physical game or the data being available to people. So there there are leakers who get the game early and they leak actual content. They're the ones that we're talking about the ones specifically today that leak, quote unquote, information without actually being able to back it up with like game data. <laughs> mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who data mines. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to somebody who data mines or plays the game early. Right. Yeah. 
Th- this is specifically the, the, what we're going to talk about uh, are, are people who consistently, accurately, there will be some people who don't just guess, that legitimately do leak information prior to the game. That has been a, a thing since Gen 8, Big. It, before, like it's, before it's happened Gen- a lot it, before. It but I don't, before. I think a specific, the specific cultural shift we're going to be talking about happened in Gen 8. I think, yeah. yes, I, I would agree with that because it definitely happened, I, I think, to a lesser extent, like in the lead up to Gen 7, because in Gen 7, we got the starter, starter final Evos leaked very mm-hmm. early. And that was that was very interesting. Oh, yeah, because nobody believed it. I think that honestly is what uh, my favorite thing is. What, some guy on Reddit like took a drawing of the starters before they were announced to because uh, that was when masuda and omori were doing their tour around the world of like signings and stuff and somebody took a picture for them to sign before incineroar and all of them were released yeah and he had them sign it (laughs) and masuda's reaction was i didn't know these were out yet that's that's literally what he said as he signed it that's so good incredible i don't know if that was like cognitive dissonance on his part or like what but i oh, i find man. that i find that hilarious uh but yeah that's it, great it did happen during gen 7 i i'm sure it happened during gen 6 but it's definitely been one of those things that's been ramping up and i think it's definitely more relevant in generation 8 and now generation 9 because of honestly just the sheer number of people that came back to the franchise in that time and, and i think uh how much social media yes. has become just like society in a way I don't know. I feel like it started before then, though. I mean, like, people have been it pretty did. involved in social media for, like, God, like, 15 years. No, this used to happen all the... This happened all the time. There are always, like, 4chan leaks and stuff like that. Now, I, think yeah. the, I think the problem is now you now those 4chan leakers get, have Twitter accounts. I, I, yeah. think that's, I think that's honestly the difference. <laughs> I... I mean, let's compare the Gen the the Gen 7 starter leaks to, like, everything that happened in the lead-up to Gen 8. When the stuff for Gen 7 came out, the reaction was largely either this is fake or, oh, that's a cool thing. But yeah. most people moved on. With Gen yeah. 8, it was constantly refreshing Twitter accounts. Centro leaks became a thing where people would just gathering other people's reporting, passing it off as their own for Twitter clout. Um, Which basically is funny. it became a clout war. And yeah. streamers got it, into it. it. We had... For many people that we will not name to be nice, uh, going on and like talking about leaks every day and promising it. I remember when Loxton Noggin's alchemy theory was just annoyingly common. I long for those days. <laughs> I I think it's kind of taken the place, and this is more of like a way of because I I try to keep my fingers on the pulse of like Pokemon content out there. I, I think mm-hmm. it's kind. Of, I think the leaker content is more or less replaced like the cool theory videos that we used to get. Um, yeah a, a lot uh, of people we still get some of those don't we? We, we no we do okay i'm not saying it's gone i'm just saying the amount that we get is reduced and i i blame things like leaker videos because it's easy for somebody to be like i read this twitter account and then talk about it and be like that would be cool and then because you have a lot of very impressionable people mostly kids that watch these uh watch these content creators they can go ahead and say Oh, hey, this person thinks this might be valid because they took the time to make a 20 minute video about it. It must be something I should pay attention to. And so you get that feedback loop because yes. them paying attention to it 
means that those leakers get clout, which is what they're after to begin with. So you get into like a clout arms race of yep. people either trying to get legitimate information and leak it or trying to make things up so that they can get clout. <laughs> well, there's that other side where they recognize that certain leaker or certain people are claiming other people's quote unquote leaks, right? No, so that they happened. mess with them, right? So they give them fake information. That was kind of funny to watch actually unfold because there was a leaker for PLA. Uh, my my number one observation, by the way, if people like want to follow leakers, um, which I, I can't stop you from doing, um, I follow them myself just to like see what's going on because yeah. uh, like because I'm, I'm a scientist and a lot of my job is just reading. And, and it, it really is. A lot of my job is just reading. And what you do is you like, you have a question and you're just like, I want this answer. And you see like one person reference it. And then you like dig references all the way down to, you, you go to, you try to find mm-hmm. the turtle at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. But it's turtles all the way down. It, it's not turtles all the way down in science. Thank God. Uh, sometimes what happens is though, you'll hit like, you'll hit some like textbook at some point, And then the textbook definitely referenced it from somewhere, but did not reference it in the textbook. <laughs> And so it, that's where it like usually get your dead end. But yeah, uh, that's what I do for this. Like if somebody's just like, oh, I heard this leak, like I dig to find out where the leak came from. Right. I try to find the source. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Centro is very, very, very upsetting to me all of the time. <laughs> Centro would try to post stuff as their own. And it's just like, that's not really yours. And then you, you find somebody. And the one that he was mainly taking it from was Riddler Koo this time around, uh, which mm-hmm. was oh, yeah. own, that that drama was its own thing. It was. It was kind of funny to watch, but now it's just, like, a little sad. It's just stupid. Like, guys, this is Pokemon. Like, really? Yeah, like, absolutely. On. And and so, uh, Riddler Koo ended up being 100% right on most things. I think he... I think there's... Mm-hmm. I think for BD... For PLA, that is. I, I think for BDSP, yes. his leaks, and he, even talking about the PLA DLC, or DLC in quotes, I think he was also very far-stretching. I, I don't think he knows as much as he likes to make people think he knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he leaked a lot of PLA, and uh, the thing I've noticed though about leakers, like overall, like being through the cycle a couple of times now, right, is that it's never mm-hmm. the same guy twice in a row. They 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 patch their holes. Yeah, it's never the yeah. same guy twice in a row. Like if you're just like, well, Riddler Koo is right about PLA, and you try to tell me he's got Scarlet and Violet information, I'm going to be like, no, he doesn't. Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't. I I think that a lot of this comes down to people want to know what they're going to get. Because yes. an inside lane feel you like it feels good. It feels like exclusive and it feels interesting. But I think what happens is we get so bent on prediction. Yeah, stop absolutely. enjoying the thing, <laughs> right? And people really start building it up in their minds. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I, I this is just a bigger thing in Pokemon in general. Is like people get so into their own head canon about this stuff before it gets released that when it does get released, they're mad about it because it doesn't doesn't really fit their vision of it at all. Like exactly. we saw that in BDSP and I just gro- drove me up the wall. I'm like, you guys, this is exactly what they said it was going to be. Like all of you claiming that they're going to bring Megas back and they're going to add in new yep. like stuff. Like really, like nobody said this. Like the only people who were exactly. talking about this were you. Like yep. chill. <laughs> I think it's almost in the same vein of if we would have ha- gotten Pokemon Legends Arceus and the starters wouldn't have had Hisuian evolutions at the end because mm-hmm. the community had built themselves up so much from that leak. Mm-hmm. saying hey this is going to happen i think a lot of people would have been like well why didn't they do that um because yeah uh, and because they built it up in their head and because honestly i my personal opinion my hot take for pla is his and starter revolutions didn't make or break or change anything about the gameplay for me i didn't really care it this is it, it sets you up where at most you're smugly correct 
That is yes. the best possible outcome that you can get once you start delving, once you really start d- diving into these. Yes. Because you can no longer be surprised, and you and if you are surprised, you're often disappointed because it's not what you wanted. You are it's a losing proposition. I, I agree with that. I think I think the bigger problem more or less has been I don't know, because like I, I'm not upset about leakers. I'm upset with the people's reactions to the leakers. Yeah, I'm upset about the culture. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really upset. I'm not upset at the leakers per se, because there always have been leakers. Yes. I don't. I mean, it's not going to stop. Right. Especially like look at Centra. I think Centra leaks as like something stupid, like a hundred and some thousand followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. Uh, I, I would tell people to not believe any leaks about Scarlet and Violet that have come out. There are Scarlet and Violet leaks, by the way, or leaks in quotes oh, yeah. already. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. My favorite thing, though, is like it's totally a lie. And people are eating this stuff up because um, the guy doing it is trolling. Uh, what's the name of the grass kitties? Spar- Spaghetti or whatever it is. Um, Spaghetti-o. Spaghetti-o. <laughs> so Spaghetti-o cat. We, we have the meme where we don't want humanoid starters. Mm-hmm. And so literally, I kid you not, like they have like a list of like the Pokedex that leaked, quote unquote, and everybody's like eating it up. And I'm like, did none of you read what the final evolution of that is? Because the final evolution's name is Bipetal. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, A plus trolling. That's so good. That is beautiful. It is the best thing in the entire world because they mixed it in to the point where it's just like, if you read this, like, you know. But if you're not oh really paying God. that much attention, you're like, yeah, that's a grass name. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. It was pretty good. That's incredible. I saw that and I was just like, yeah, that's that's A plus, guys. You did it. Like not, And like you read through the other <laughs> names and they're they're semi reasonable. But like that one alone, I'm just like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a meme that, t- that tips the hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I, I, I assume the person that posted it is just running the social experiment uh, at this point. Every time I, I look at these these uh, these leak threads, uh, I'm reminded of another podcast that I love. Uh, it's not about Pokemon at all. It's a it's a terrible book club, and they have a segment called Fanficker Reel. <laughs> yes, this sounds amazing. They solicit bits from they solicit because it's terrible books, right? They yes. solicit uh, sections either from later in the book or faked, written by the listeners. And they have the get the hosts try to guess which one it is. Okay. And it's a fantastic segment. And I feel that every time I open it up, I'm like, all right, is this someone's fanfic trying to trick people? Or is this actual information? I don't want to play this game, but if I'm going to be informed for the podcast, I kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I don't really care enough. But, you know, one thing I will say is... I think a lot of the secrecy around the games before release is kind of feeds into this. Like mm-hmm. if we got a little bit more information more regularly about what is going to be in the games and I understand not giving everything out, but like, I think that would at least maybe tamper down some of this ridiculousness. I think, I think part of it was that because I, I don't sun and moon's release cycle is a lot different than sword and shields release cycle. I think one was too little and one was too much. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not my job to figure out how to make that better, right? Mm-hmm. I, because Sun and Moon pretty much gave us all the Pokemon except for, I think, Araquanid and uh, one other thing. I forget exactly which one it was. Uh, we got all of the new Pokemon in the trailer. And then and then we got Sword and Shield where I think we got the announcement for Sword and Shield. And then it was like radio silence for like yeah. four months. And yeah. then mm-hmm. we got then we got the Dexit announcement, and then there yeah. was radio silence for another two months. And 
it, it was it was just kind of like it was very slow. And then one of the one of the announcements they did was just like here's a 24 hour live stream where you can see like a glimpse of a Galarian ponyta. Oh right, I remember that. That was he, weird. Seth's favorite thing in the entire world. Uh, whatever reason, he, he's a masochist. He plays stall. <laughs> he he is though. He, right. It it was very very. Uh, I don't know. It was very light on the information, which I think made people very hungry for more to know what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. I don't entirely blame them. I think the same thing could even have been said about the BDSP lead up. Like they announced BDSP and PLA and then we got no news for like six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, BDSP, there was no news. Let's be frank. Yeah. And I yeah. think P- I think PLA actually paced out pretty well. I just think they announced it very, very early. Yeah. I I was pretty happy with it though. At least we got some more. I don't know. I I, I was okay with that whole release cycle, but uh, PLI I think was the cl- was closer to the happy medium. With the exception yes. of I, they had to they had to announce it after they announced BDSP because BDSP was not a a wonderful game to stare at. No, it was it was just well they knew it was nothing. It wasn't going to occupy a full year, and they didn't want us to think exactly. it was exactly. And so I think. At this point, even like after the Scarlet and Violet announcement, I wonder how much it, of it was just like test the waters before they announced Scarlet and Violet. I, I really do because I wonder mm. if they would have changed would have changed the announcement for Scarlet and Violet. They would have done it in April, which means he was actually never wrong. So no, I don't think they would have <laughs> announced it in April. I think what they might have done is they would have spun it differently, right? I wonder if they had like two different trailers like being prepped. You know, I doubt it honestly, mostly because I think they. It it reminds me so much of the the initial Sword and Shield release trailer. Well, so Sword and Shield also made pivots in a very short amount of time because they made adjustments to Sword and Shield and how how like the overworld encounters existed after the reception to Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yes, but I mean the the trailer and stuff. I'm, I'm talking like they showed the same kinds of things in roughly the same kinds of orders. I would not. I don't think it was a a pivot based mm. on the PLA re- response. I honestly don't think it was a pivot because I think they banked on PLA getting good reception. I I wonder if there was a oh there is like an oh oh poop button you know that they could press mm. where they're just like this did not go as well we need to we need to pivot uh, a little bit on the on the direction we want to take the game. I, I could t- definitely see that Possibly. happening. I could see that happening to an extent, and I don't know. PLA was is a great game, so I don't I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> So really quick, since you linked that. Oh, uh, yeah, I linked that, it, right? Isn't it cute? It's amazing. Uh, there, There's an Among Us joke. I don't yes. know how anyone is buying this. Uh, people also, have. People have. It's really good. I mean, my favorite thing is the evolution of Eevee that is double normal and has two extra E's in its name. Yes. People believe this thing is real. I I haven't even looked at all of this. Wow. It's very hilarious. Wow. It's very hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some really good stuff in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's some absolutely like, I mean, filler fodder, incredible. Waste of space. I like yeah. that. Um, I then there's stuff that like I'm almost sad that doesn't exist, like Minotauros. That's great. I yeah, like that's that. Pretty good. <laughs> People are running with the Minotauros thing too because this happened. No, I saw another post no. where somebody talked about Minotauros. How it's going to be a fighting fire type. Uh, all this other stuff and i was just like oh my gosh this is guys it's fake (laughs) well yes of course it is we're so early Uh, right they probably haven't even like solidified the roster i would not be surprised if we get a fire bowl for spain like 
that that that's like but that's like gla- grass electric electrode that's yes. an easy you can swing and hit that by accident the guys on pokemon rollout did like four years ago yeah absolutely i think that's very i think yes grass gra- i called grass electric electrode <laughs> yeah, yeah no I, they showed up in uh one of the early episodes of pokemon rollout there's like yeah they're apparable uh voltorbs and they're grass wow. electric and everyone's like wow that's so cool that'll never happen and then it did because <laughs> it's a gimme <laughs> it's it's low-hanging fruit uh but i'm just I mean, yeah, they are they are fruit, and they're rolling on the ground, so they're like the lowest hanging fruit, in fact. Exactly. So yeah, I always, I think it's so funny. I just think it's funny when these leaves come out, and like that one was obviously a joke. Mm. People just like latched on to it. Maybe maybe this is something I should get into on my Twitter. I'm just like putting out fake leaks and seeing if anybody bites, just for fun. You should. Uh, I'll retweet it. Good, good, good. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Lenin, you All this? right, guys. At Trainer Thatch. Follow at Trainer Thatch and at Mark. Just at Mark. That's your <laughs> handle, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. <laughs> you, I you got, got the it. one. <laughs> you you got at Mark. It's fine. We're going to pull. All right, guys. Let's let's create some fake leaks. We're going to pull a, a full eye libertine on this. If you don't know what yeah. that is, Google it. You'll have a fantastic evening. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's I, yeah, I, I just think it's ridiculous in how much people just like are so hungry for it, especially it's only been it's been two weeks. Yeah. Since Scarlet and Violet were announced. And it's just like, guys. You're not getting any info on this. Not until like May ish. April, May, uh, then probably something in June. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get something. If you get something in April, you'll get something again before E3. I could see it very much just being like a late May, early June thing. And that's what we get, uh, before and E3. And then E3, and then probably a demo at Internats. And then. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we'll get. I mean the the demo at Internet's is just the demo for E3. That's all it is. It, it's yeah. I mean you'll get some news at E or at internationals at, uh, during internationals. They'll be like, here's a new Pokemon, and that's what we'll get. Uh, the the cycle is very very easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Turns out I just wish people would settle down, and I'm okay with theories. Uh, the the problem is a lot of theories nowadays just come from these leakers. Or leakers in quote because mm-hmm. there are like legitimate leakers but there's also a lot of just fake info out there so people can just like latch on to it and run with it oh yeah yeah it's super easy and like you're saying it's all about the it's all about the twitter clout and trying to yeah, just do absolutely you know, that yeah uh mark and i are now the new leaker combo on twitter yes, we're gonna we're just us. gonna make we're just gonna make a lot of tweets about a lot of nonsense I'm kind of into it. Yeah. I, I need to learn to tweet more anyway. I'm just going to make a tweet every other day about some fake Pokemon that doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm it'll down. It'll be a good time. Yeah, we'll, I'm into we'll it. We'll get enough hits by the end of it. We can make a convincing case. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Rotom, Rotom Battery. <laughs> no, finally we'll be able to catch Rotom decks. Uh, no, you can't catch Rotom decks. You can't, v- exactly. What? That's why it's a bad leak. You're only going to be able to catch Rodon Boombox, okay? He's going to be an electric um, sound type because they're going to add sound types to this game. Electric. So, so we get, but no, there's two. There's electric hot, hi fi, and electro, electrode low. <laughs> uh, not electrode. Wow, it's only 9 30 here and I'm completely fried. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, there go our jokes. They're all dead in the water. No, I just, I think some of them are just absolutely awful. I, I just want, I want the leakers to calm down. Or I want people to calm down about leakers and learn to take everything yes. with a grain of salt. And the only thing that bothers me, I'm more bothered that Ku is right about PLA. Because yes. it's encouraging this bad, this loop. 
Yes, it's 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 a positive feedback loop at this point because he was right. And so people are going to be like, well, he was right once. Why can't this leak be right? And it's like, well, because most of the time they aren't. Right. I, I still like because I was very vehement in the lead up to not believe anything he said. Oh, yeah. I don't believe anything that leakers say to begin with. I still don't believe anything he says. Yeah, it's a default. I think I was right yeah. to do so because he he posted actually very um before we got the uh, the update, the daybreak update for Legends Arceus. He he posted a leak for what the DLC was going to be, and he posted like a picture of Palmer and a picture of Looker. And then oh, yeah. when the when the DLC launched, he he explained in quotes what those meant, and it was the loosest explanation that could have possibly have ever been between that. Well, right, and he also claimed that it was going to be on par with uh yeah with the the Sword and Shield expansions. Yeah, yep. So that, that tells you everything. Well, fun twenty minutes. <laughs> And so it was just like, yeah, I I do not believe anything that any leaker says, even if they've been proven to be right, because even a broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day. Yep. It's uh, yeah. I, I can te- definitely see them shutting off that pipe to wherever Ku is getting their information. And then Ku will no longer be able to be a valid source, but he'll pretend to be a valid source. And, and you know what? You can't shame the shameless. If you're leaking, you already don't care what we think. But I just... Yeah, absolutely. If you're someone who's going off and like streaming this for low con- for low effort things, just know the game is obvious to adults or people who think, and it's kind of sad. Put some effort into your work. Seriously, it's not that hard. I mean, I don't want to comment on too much because I have a lot of opinions on where the Pokemon content is nowadays. I don't think a lot of content is good. I do think some is good, uh, but yes. there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it that's very low hanging fruit. And it's kind of it's kind of made it poo poo. Like the golden yeah. days are behind us, where people actually like did analysis and things. Yeah. For views, now it's all reactionary, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know that that's all gone per se, but it's definitely a lot lighter. And it's it's not the biggest people anymore. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think this was fun. This was fun to just complain about how I hate leakers, even though they were right that one time. Yeah. My favorite thing was like, so I really disliked it because my IRL friends were all on that Hisuian uh, starter revolutions train. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, this is dumb. Don't listen to leakers, guys. And they're just like, no, the leakers said this. And I was like, fine, whatever. And then like it happened. They're just like, they're like, what about that? You got it wrong. And I'm like, yes, I did. And I will still stand by my decision <laughs> to not believe a random guy on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I, I still stand by my decision to do that. <laughs> Because then I'll enjoy the game. Also, starter revolutions mean nothing to me. <laughs> right. As I stated earlier, yeah. I, I don't think any of either, like Hisuian Typhlosion, Hisuian Decidueye, or Hisuian Samurott literally made me go, oh, that's cool. None of them did that. I, it, mm-hmm. For me, it was more like, so you mean I can't play with regular Decidueye? <laughs> right. I think that's what I was more annoyed with. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's uh, this is a good place to stop. Thanks for listening to us, uh, the old crotchety men. <laughs> oh, no, it's begun. I'm not even 25. Oh, I no. <laughs> We're going to kick it on over to the poke of the episode. We will catch you guys on the flip flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National X number 847, Barascuta, the Skewer Pokemon. 
Its Pokemon Sword Dex entry reads, This Pokemon has a jaw that's as sharp as a spear and as strong as steel. Apparently, Barriscuta's flesh is surprisingly tasty, too. I like that that's in the Pokedex entry. Delicious. That makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Delicious, delicious predator fish. So you can, like, use it as a skewer and eat it at the same time. And eat it on a skewer. That's why it's the skewer Pokemon. It's well, the no, kebab you, Pokemon. It's the it, it's the stick, and you could put whatever else you want it. Wigglytuff, or uh, you could put uh, uh, you could you could maybe put a nice you know Cartana on it. Well, no, you don't want to eat Cartana, but uh, Jigglypuff seems like it might be gummy. I don't know. More like a balloon, though. You'd pop and then just be. Yeah, I don't think that would work. Uh, that's true. Slurpuff, Swirlix. Slur Ooh, there's a good answer. There's a good answer. They're not on this team, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Barrascuta, so here are some stats that it has, uh, 61 base HP, 123 base attack, 60 base defense, 60 base special attack, 50 base special defense, and speed of 136, and it's doing pretty well because it's got Swift Swim, which is the only ability it should use. Propeller Tail is its other ability, but who cares about Propeller yeah, Tail? Yeah. Uh, it's a hidden ability that only it has. And it's like, it's just worse. It's just, it's just worse than Swift Swim because in what it does is it just ignores the effects of redirection moves. And mm -hmm. I guess, I guess there could be a use for it on a team, but you're definitely just like, yeah, I just won't go fast. And that's right. what Barrascuta does. Notably, it's not just, uh, like follow me in Rage Powder, but specifically for it, it can get you around, uh, what's the storm drain. Yes. And with 136 speed, it's not like many things are faster than it to begin with, but Swift Swim is just better. You don't have to yeah. worry about scarves. Exactly. You don't have to do scarves, and you can just hit hard. He doesn't get a ton of coverage, but I think he gets enough coverage in that you're getting liquidation as a stab. You don't get actually any good rock stab, if, I, if I'm correct, uh, which is unfortunate. But he does get close combat, which is also nice. And Psychic Fangs is there as well. Uh, he does also get Trill Run, uh, which is a nice little move to throw in, as well as Poison Jab. So, like, he, he's not hurting for moves. Uh, it's sad that he doesn't get, like, a good rock-type move being ground. Isn't he water rock, or am I just dumb? No, he's just water. I thought he was rock-type, and I don't know why. No, no. I was wondering why you were saying that. Wow. No. Okay. I'm just an idiot. I, for some reason, I was like, oh, man. This is going to change how I play Barrascuta now, because I was always worried he's going to get hit by a Giga Drain and die. No. He still will, because no. the special defense stats base yeah. 60, or 50, uh, but... Still a threat, okay. but... Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, okay. I feel way better about this now. We Everybody should run Barrascuta. He's not a rock type. <laughs> he's way better now, guys. <laughs> so we've got a VGC team for you guys. It's uh, it, it's one of the top uh, Kyogre Zashin cores for VGC right now. I apologize. We have only Kyogre's Ocean course for you ever. I'll get you something yeah. better next week. I promise. I promise. Um, but for those of you on Patreon that missed the shiny Zoshans, well, here's your chance again, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you can get another one. You know, I'll probably, you know what? I'm going to throw in a shiny Zom Senta instead of this Zoshan. I think, I, I think we just gave away a Zoshan. <laughs> but, uh, we're, we'll probably change up the Pokemon we're giving away this week. So, yeah, without further ado, let's jump into this team. Linian, you wanted to kick it off with our boy, Barrascuta. Yeah, we'll start with the Pokemon of the week itself. Barrascuta with a Life Orb, 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed, Adamant Nature, Swift Swim as its ability, as we discussed. 
Uh, it's got bounce, it's got liquidation, it's got drill run, it's got throat chop. With a life orb as a held item, you click the kill move. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how much simpler a Pokemon could be. Yes. Uh, speaking is... of very simple Pokemon, uh, we have <laughs> the other physical attacker on this team. We have Kartana uh, with an assault vest, which I find hilarious given it has a special defense of like, what, 12? Yeah, <laughs> Okay. but what you're trying to do is you're trying to survive like a Kyogre water spout or ice beam. Yeah, it's very specific. Uh, With 4 HP, 4 attack, 4 defense, 244 special uh, defense, and 252 speed. Jolly Nature with a Leaf Blade, Sacred Sword, Smart Strike, and Aerial Ace. I think that actually might get you to plus speed on your beast boosts. I don't know. I don't... uh, Yeah, I should, because default gets speed, I think. Uh, um, I think speed's faster on Kartana most of the time. Uh, well, attack is 181 versus uh, 109 for its uh, Then speed. you might still get attack boost, actually. <laughs> you uh, might. I legitimately don't know, but I know you can get other stats with it. I'm going to have to plug this in while Mark goes. Yeah, so Mark will go. Yeah, go, go, right. go. Uh, real quick, uh, one person who used Bear Scooter really well in Dunsparce Gang, just want to shout out to Tony for uh, completely owning uh, M.O., uh, with a Barrascuta, like last year when we had uh, matches. But uh, in this team, anyways, we have next Kyogre with Choice Scarf. Ability, surprise, surprise, it's Drizzle. Um, Eevee's four defense. It can't have anything else, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, 250, uh, 252 special attack, 252 speed, uh, timid nature, uh, got water spout, origin pulse, thunder, and ice beam. It's a Kyogre. Um we also have Indeedy Female uh, with Psychic Seed, uh, Ability Psychic Surge, uh, 236 HP, which is interesting, uh, 252 Defense and 20 Special Defense with Bold Nature, got Expanding Force, Follow Me, Helping Hand, and Protect, so just being there for support. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so while we were waiting, it is impossible for Cortana to not uh, get an attack boost from Beast Boost like physically impossible that is incorrect you might have to do really jank things to get it there but i know the only thing that can't get other boosts is uh zirkatry oh wait you might be able okay wait never mind let me let me do like a minus minus attack nature i did not do a minus attack nature um, minus attack you, nature zero iv i so you can you can get a defense boost um let me see if you can do a speed boost um you can get a defense boost so you can get that uh <laughs> What's minus attack uh, plus speed? That's timid, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Timid, you could do it if you did timid, but why are you running a timid Cartana? Yeah, why are you doing that? Uh, Cartana will only realistically get attack boosts. <laughs> the Pokemon with 181 attack has a really high attack? I, I'm surprised. Yeah, you will. Liter- there's literally no reason for you to run less than a perfect IV uh, ever in its attack stat. So there you go. There you go. Cartana will always get that attack boost as far as anybody cares. Uh, you have one more, Mark. I cut you off. I apologize. No, I did in Oh, you did in DD. I'm not paying attention yeah. to you, obviously. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm not getting your needs. Well, because in has got those psychic seeds. Uh, wait, actually, never mind. I'm thinking wrong. I was, Whimsicott usually carries <laughs> those seeds, but it's not today. Uh, Whimsicott with a focus sash is on this team. Another Whimsicott. We're going to change it out for something else, guys, on Patreon. I'm so sorry. This is like the fifth Whimsicott I've given out this year. <laughs> um, this is uh, 4 HP, 252 special attack, 252 speed, timid nature, 
It's got Tailwind ha- Helping Hand Encore. And because you probably are really scared of Gastrodon on this team, for whatever reason, you've got Energy Ball. Um, I don't know. I'd much rather have Moon Blast, but that's just me, uh, just in case. But Energy Ball is always there, too, because Gastrodon is a, is a, definitely a threat. And so is Kyogre. So I guess you're hitting Kyogre for super effective damage, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it, there is that Whimsicott, though. It's so much Whimsicott. And then because uh, you can't have VGC without a Zacian, I'm going to bring you a team without a Zacian next week, I promise you. Uh, <laughs> this has... The Zacian's obviously holding the Rusted Sword because you want it to be good. Uh, it's got the Intrepid Sword ability because Zacian's broken. Uh, it is got 252 attack, 252 speed, 4 HP, Jolly Nature with Behemoth Blade, Sacred Sword, Play Rough, and Protect. It is literally just a Zacian. I don't know how to explain yes. it any other way. It's a Zacian doing Zacian things. End of story. Done. And that's the team. I will give away pieces of this team on Patreon and sub out very common ones with cooler things to give away. So be on the lookout for that over on Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Yeah. But that's been the team of the week. You go ahead, try it out for VGC. You can use it to go get your uh, uh, shiny Galarian Moltres in a couple weeks. So look out for that. Uh, this team will probably actually perform pretty well because it's a Zacian Kyogre core and that's the best core there is right now. Uh, and because dual, dual, uh, legendaries is, turns out to be a very stale meta every single time. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. it, I'm very upset that they did that. I'm very upset. They could have done so many other things and they just did it. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Yep. It's fine. Whatever. I need to be happy. So on that note, we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you send us emails at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we let you guys know if we read them and we read them on the show and we talk about them and you guys give us things to talk about. It's wonderful. Last week we gave you a question. I forget what it was because I didn't make the post and Whimsicott did because I didn't have internet. Turns out that only one of you emailed us in anyway. So be better about that, guys. You could have gotten what's known as the Green Tauros Badge because this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Tauros Badge to anybody that gives us uh, good things to talk about. And since there's only one of them, guess what? That guy, unless he insults us personally, will probably get it. So on that note, our first email, our first and only email today is going to come to you <laughs> from Ben, or also known as Iron Defense on our Discord. Yeah. So Iron Defense says, hi, Thatch of the Puckle Crew, uh, recent subscriber and first time emailer uh, is the normal comment to add. Uh, I had a problem, <laughs> which, yeah. To be fair, though, I would, my first email I sent in, I spent a bunch of time thinking about and like had a very heartfelt and it did not get read. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. It's because we don't like you. Yeah, that's fair. I hurt you personally, and that's okay. Did I ever tell you about the first time Bo sent an email in before he was on the show? No. So he will tell you this story very readily. Like, he wrote an email, and then I just, like, pooped all over it. And uh, (laughs) it was was really bad. Good. Uh, But we love Bo. (laughs) We love Bo. Yes, we we do. Um, Anyways, uh, I had a proposition-style challenge for you. In inspiration from the underlying colored theme from the first few generations, 
You are given one game to create a comp- competitive team on. However, the team you p- have to pick uh, has to be one color following the starter you choose. Which game would you choose? And then what team would to follow? Uh, the rules are you have to use your starter, can use colors from the uh, from the coloring theme. For example, Septile has yellow balls on its back. It's interesting. I wouldn't have phrased it like that, but that's okay. I would not have phrased it that way. No. no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, needs to be able to beat the Elite Four of the region. Uh, gems beforehand don't matter as much. Well, that's easy because any team can beat the Elite Four of that region with enough grinding. Like... Other than BDSP, there are times where you just say no. <laughs> I think in the post game Elite Four, I think you can beat Cynthia with anything uh, the first go around. Uh, with some level grinding. Yeah, that's the key. I beat Cynthia with a level 63 Star Raptor and nothing else. You had an anomaly. It nearly kicked my teeth in. I literally beat it with a level 63 Star Raptor. <laughs> it, was, it was an amazing accomplishment. I will take that to my... It's going to be my tombstone. Beat Cynthia and VDSP with a level 63 star. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is odd. This is odd because they used to have these really fun tournaments where the, that were based on the colors. Yeah. Uh, which I really enjoyed doing. I don't know. It, re- it created a lot of fun metas. They used to have a lot of fun metas instead of just like, hey, you want to play VGC three times in a row? Uh, there would be like, hey, do you want to play with Pokemon that are all are Pokedex color purple, green, and silver? There's no silver, but I'm I just came up with colors. And then you like have this really odd group of Pokemon and there's not enough people playing it. So it's a really undeveloped meta. And so it's a lot of fun to play <laughs> because you find like you, you, you find like the three other guys that are really into it. <laughs> yeah. And the three of you are just like, OK, so this Pokemon is actually really good in this meta. And it's just like, yeah, I totally never would have played with this Pokemon uh, with with the silver Pokemon before. Uh, but it's it's doing a real good job here like there is um there is one tournament even this has nothing to do with colors that i remember it was a 1v1 tournament where you have a full team of six but everybody just brings one pokemon okay that's just how it goes and so what i literally would play was i played this uh this agron that time uh that had i forget a metal burst and a cut sap berry so what you know yeah so what you did was you would just metal burst and then you could go first after the next turn and just knock out the Pokemon. <laughs> it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, but you could do st- silly things like that. You used to be able to do silly things like that. That's what this question makes me remind reminds me of. Um, it doesn't answer his question whatsoever. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to think about that, honestly. This is a very long question, uh, <laughs> which I do not think I will answer on air. But uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, I think I think locking yourself into colors is a is a bad is a bad move. I mean, it, it sounds like a fun playthrough. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice themed playthrough. Like it, it, you'd have to do it to shake up a playthrough. And at that point, yes. I would just be like, "Why am I doing this and not playing something else?" Okay, so to be fair, like I go back and play Pokemon games, but I guess the most I do is like a Nuzlocke, where it's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna do Nuzlocke on this old game," but it, it's it's nothing spectacular outside of that. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, re- I do like playing Pokemon, and I really like going back and playing old Pokemon. Like I'm a masochist, and I'm doing like the Gen One Living decks, which yeah. is uh, which is which is a little nutsos. But I, I get like a little bit of a sense of accomplishment out of it. I, I go back and I play those often, um, but I not so often. I feel like I need to do something like this. I guess I I get that. I, I absolutely get that. I mean, for me, if I go back to play a game, I think I more or less will go ahead 
and just grab Pokemon I didn't play through with the other the, the last time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's what I do. It's like, have I have I ever used this mod in a in a playthrough? No. Okay, let's do it. I like also playing with Pokemon through playthroughs because you kind of get a sense of them competitively. Yeah. Like it's not it's not exactly a competitive feel, but you go, yes, this Pokemon is fast. Uh or mm. yes, this Pokemon does have a high special attack, special defense, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um you get you get those feelings <laughs> and you also get feelings for like the move pools and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. And just getting that knowledge is just helpful for competitive Pokemon. And I I've I have a, a spreadsheet where I'm trying to go through and use every Pokemon li- uh line at least once in a playthrough. So oh, I've boy. I, I've got a a broad experience, we'll say, with the the different Pokemon. Just Primeape. I just want Primeape. Just Primeape. Primeape's like my favorite fighting type Pokemon. I feel like he is very underrepresented. I feel really bad because like when people ask me what my favorite Pokemon stuff is, sometimes I really lean on Gen One and Gen Two real hard. It's because you're old. It's fine. It's it is that is definitely probably a huge contributing factor. I have a lot of nostalgia for Gen One, Gen Two. I'm disappointed. Hey, Gen 1, Gen 2 are just Pokemon, like the original Pokemon, because I, I don't think Gen 1 on its own stands very well. And and Gen 2, Gen 2 is like, Gen 2 isn't exactly propping it up well either. It's like a very fragile twig uh, helping it up, but like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I still think Gen 2 is the better... It's like the it's the definitive version. Oh, no. I think Gen 2 is definitive Pokemon for the time, and obviously that's what it was meant to be. Yes. yes. I, I think in terms of modern pokemon it doesn't hold up as well that's what all i'm saying yeah i agree with that but i would say yeah that that's almost all of them yeah i mean that that's very true i mean uh gen 6 uh, like gen 6 i think still stands up pretty well it holds up pretty well yeah i think 6 7 do pretty well but before then you start getting it kind of hazy yeah i will i it feels like they were ironing out a lot of kinks until gen 6 like it it feels like every gen was just like oh this didn't work last time let's fix it you know Right. It definitely at Gen Six, they're just like, this is what works. Mm-hmm. This this is what works, and that's very close to the formula we've had since. Uh, I think the only the only thing that was rage inducing for anybody was the removal of the button to turn off XP share. Sure. I am upset that I don't have the option, but I've never turned it off. So. Mm. Yeah. Right. Same. I, I think I'm more upset that they took away my ability to do it. Right. Sure. <laughs> I have an analogy for that, but I don't want to say it on air. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess it's kind of an issue, but not really. I don't think it is. People just like getting bent out of shape. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I mean, the the best argument I've seen from it is from Tamashi Hiroka on Twitter, where she says modern day Pokemon with the way it's set up, with the way the experience share is done. It, it's great because it uh, it's it does have the uh, the benefit of allowing you to swap out Pokemon. However, you might want to swap them out like at all like through a playthrough like oh hey i caught this new pokemon it's not super weak i don't have to like grind it up or if i do have to grind mm-hmm. it up it's not too hard i'll just put it in my party i agree with this to an extent is the ability to like really like bond with your team as you're going through i don't know i get to use all of my team where there would be times i'm like ah uh, wow i couldn't use you for two entire areas because you were weak to poison and now you're f- six levels too low and i'm about to hit the elite four guess i'm grinding like it's it's not i agree with you and her in both ways and it's one of those things again where i don't know like i've come to this point in my life where i go yeah i'm not paid to figure this this problem out it's somebody else's job <laughs> yeah <laughs> to to be like well this is how we balance this 
like cuz i i think you're i think you're absolutely valid in that because I, I that's why i don't turn experience share off i'm not like i really need to bond with my team right even in gen 6 and gen 7 when i could turn it off i was never like that i i do agree with you in that regard because I, so i think it has the positive like you said of just letting you keep a pokemon on your team without any without any real like issues and it, honestly 9 year old me playing pokemon blue with their level 80 blastoise and their level 18 pidgeotto uh, because why use anything but Blastoise the entire game? Oh, you're one of those guys? Uh, when I was nine. Yeah, yes. I, I was until uh, Experience Share went away. Uh, rather, <laughs> uh, until Experience Share showed up. And then I realized, wait, this is so much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I, I never did that. Even when I was a kid, I always leveled everything up pretty um, on par with each other. I had a rough time because I just wasn't paying attention when I was a kid to how I was playing. And I mean, to be fair, like you were a couple of years older than me. And I think if I were a couple of years older, I would have done exactly what you did. Pro- yeah, I, I don't know. I've heard it enough that I think it's a pretty common theme within Pokemon. Like people play it. Yeah. When they yeah, were yeah, kids yeah. doing that. I don't know. Yeah, that was like that. That was the only time I did it because like I hit the Elite Four and like I hit a wall because your level 88 Blastoise can only solo for so long. Mm hmm. So you you definitely hit a wall at some point because like imagine Blastoise goes down to like poison or some kind of status condition. Mm-hmm. you're left with your party of like level 18 and under pokemon to help out yeah and then you realize like oh i should have been doing this the entire time that kind of sucks yeah then you have to go off and grind just to even get to that point again. exactly mm-hmm. like i learned from that experience and then it never happened again i don't know it, it, it's it's one of those things i don't know I, like I, I agree that experience share should exist though uh but i w- really wish there was a way to to bond better and i don't think pokemon camp is the way to do that I think Pokemon Camp, Pokemon Camp was like a very weird thing that I don't think needed to happen. But it was it was fine. I think the other generations did it better. I even think Pokemon Pokemon on me was probably better than Pokemon Camp. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. I agree totally. I I think so. And that's how we feel about color challenges. Yes, and that (laughs) we we stretched 14 minutes out of this email, so (laughs) we we did it. You know what? I think Ben deserves the Green Taurus patch. I mean, by, by sheer email to discussion ratio, that is a very high. That's very high. Yes. Okay. It's very high. So we're going to go ahead and give it to him. You could uh, ask us for it or we'll just find you and we'll give it to you. So boom, done. All right. If you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast.gmail.com, let us know what you think about leakers and leak culture in Pokemon. We would love to hear what you guys have. I'm sure somebody's opinionated on this. Send us emails. Maybe you too can get the Green Tauros badge and join the exclusive Green Tauros Club. Um, what's the other things I usually say here? Oh, yeah, socials. If you want to come and hang out with us, PucklePuckleDiscord.com is the best place to do it. If you want to follow us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, those are great places to keep up with us as well. You can, of course, also keep up with us uh, on YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. Twitch, I try to stream over there every Tuesday and occasionally other days. Um, it's just twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. If you want to help support the show, best way to do it is to go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash puckle podcast, pick a tier, any tier, and we'll do it. I trying to narrow in on a badge supplier for green Taurus badges. It's been very hard with supply chains. It's been really, it's been really hard and really dumb. So I promise you, I am working on it. Uh, it's just not done yet. Uh, once they are, I'll let everybody know. And if you're at the $10 tier at the month that I announce it, you can pick one up and have a good time. Uh, all right, though, on that note, though, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Linian. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>